Thermal Sound Waves. Wave. It's Thermal Sound Waves, the natural alternative to fast food uh-huh. radio. We here, see Truth, Kev Lawrence. Yeah. This is a part of the program, the segment where we bring in some peoples, uh, some guests to join us to talk about, you know, various different things. And today we have a brother that's going to join us to talk about uh, grooming and style and, and, and things like that, among other things. Um, he goes by the name Jomo. Jomo. Powerful name. The inside, the the guy with the inside uh, information. The inside man. <laughs> for real, for real. Pause everybody out there. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. We woke up today. Uh, just blessed. Definitely, definitely. Now, you know, I, we've been knowing each other for a long time. And I, I to a certain extent, I thought he was actually my cousin. <laughs> realistically, <laughs> realistically. But you have a you have skills as a barber, but you're not just a barber. You know, you're. I, I've just noticed you're like the guy for like like regular people like myself and celebrities that they call upon to go ahead and get them right for music videos, uh, movies, and all that type of stuff. As far as the haircut, because they, they gotta have that crisp hairline and all. So explain to the people exactly in your words what you do and who you are. Um, so basically, um, I've been a on-the-go barber for the past like twenty years. Uh, like I started working at um, J Records. J Records. They were the first ones that had Alicia Keys. Yeah, Marlon Davis. Yeah. Um, so when I got there. Um, there was Alicia, it was Monica, it was um, Cassidy, it was Buster Rhymes, uh, Rhymefest, you know, Shout and he was the first, Chicago. Rhymefest was the first artist, yeah, he was the first artist I cut when I started working there. Shout out to Chicago. Yeah, shout out. So with and, you, um, go ahead. So they, they, he was like, I, I got the learning process in those few clients and first few people that I started cutting at that label and how I should just go about my business like after that, you know what I mean? So like, you know, he was the first person I, like, I charged a company uh, and sent the invoice for a check or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it was that kind of process. Now, what's the difference and how was it for you when you charged an invoice instead of saying, all right, that's $15? Like, well, how was that for you? And what did you have to do to change your mindset for that? Um, It was surreal. (laughs) Because, um, you know, at the time, to charge somebody $250 for a haircut, you know, that was different. (laughs) You know, so um, it was just... And the process of going through all that, it just started really feeling like a business, you know, and like a step up from where whatever it was that I was doing um, in the barbershop. And from there, like when when you did that and you realized, okay, I'm, you know, I'm it's a step up from the barbershop. Did you just say I gotta like really literally pack my bags and go? How, how was that change for you? Because you know, at the barbershop, you you know, you do your time, whether it's ten to seven or whatever like that. But with that, like, how was that for you? Did you literally have to pack your bags and get on flights with people? 
and stuff or meet people at the record labels or such like that? Um, it was a it was a process of a like a transition that I made um, a con- that I consciously made for myself because um, I had just started working there. Like I was still working in a barbershop um, when I started cutting hair at J Records, and um, so when I started going back and forth to to J Records to cut hair, I was still going back uptown um, to the barbershop to cut people's hair as well. And, but then it came to a point where downtown was paying for my rent, for my rent uptown. And so I had to like try to like, then that was like a balance that I had to try and keep. So then one day I just said, um, let me figure this out. So I took two weeks off of work and um, I told the, the, the owner, like, you know, I want to take a little vacation. And during that two weeks, I just kept going downtown and cutting hair. And um, I made more, in, in that two weeks, I made more money doing that than me working in the barbershop for three years. Wow, wow. <laughs> Whoa. You know, so when I went back to the barbershop, I said, you know, I told the, the owner, like, you know, I'm a, like, I gave him like a two week notice. And he said, man, he laughed at you don't you. have to do that. He said, this is a barbershop, man. You don't have to do that. And, um, but Still he respected the fact that, yeah, you know, he respected the fact that I, like, I wanted to do it that way. So, um, I just stayed for a week. And then, um, after that, I just, I never looked back. Now, the, the process of it, like, did did you when you started twenty years ago? Did you just stumble upon it? Did somebody say, "Hey, here go my homie, come out, come over here," or or was it like, "Damn, the barbershop is closed. Do we got anybody around?" Oh, I just happened to have my clippers in my back pockets. How was it for you? Um, so it was sort of like nepotism. So um, and some nepotism can be good. Yes, definitely, but it's it's how you utilize that nepotism. Correct. And um, so it was a cousin that I that I have in California that I always, whenever I went to, because, you know, when I first came to this country, I lived in California for like three years. And most of my family lives in um, Los Angeles. So. Um, and the country you come I, from? Belize. Please Belize it. Yes. Belize. Shout out. Shout out to Belizeans, all the Belizeans out there. A lot of Belize in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, most most Belizeans live in California. That's why so much um, Bloods and Crips in Belize. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of the a lot of the deportees take that with them back down there. Yeah. So, um, but that's why you know. But most of us, when we come to this country, we all live in LA because it's a big um, Belizean community over there. So, um, but I have a cousin that um, like his sister was um married to the vp of j records and at the time like you know he um was the guy that came over to the uh, eastern to the east coast and uh, and was that guy to build the um the east coast department for j records wow so um so one day uh, my cousin came to visit 
for the first time in New York. And when I went to go visit him, he was staying at his um, condo on Central Park South. And so I went down there to go visit him, you know, just to meet him. And when I went down there, he said, well, long story short, when I was leaving, um, I gave him, my cousin told me to give him a car. And he said, the whole time you were sitting here, you ain't telling me he was a barber? And I, I, I didn't think it was important. And then he said, man, come down to my office and cut my hair. So I went down to the office. Then um, I went. Like, it was, a, it was the weirdest thing ever because, like, I'm not, <laughs> I was never seen, a, uh, like, a record label before. So, and it was weird because it was, like, just music blasting and everybody dressed regular. But it was just, like, a corporate setting, though. Like, yeah. but, you know, and, and to see black people working there and I didn't even know who he was was at the time neither. Like I I I met him but I didn't like know how powerful he was. And um so then when I sat down, I mean when I ended there, I went and cut his hair in his office. And then after I finished cutting his hair, um he gave me like a how to on how I should go about um charging people in the business. And right, you um, get that the product of price scale or know how to, yeah, because I didn't know how to um charge people, right? So, he so after I finished cutting his hair, um, he sat me down and he said, So, what are you going to charge me? And I'm like, I don't know, what should I charge? I'm asking you. So, he looks at me and then he says, Well, how much is it for a haircut in a barbershop? And you know, at the time, it was $15. And then he was like, all right. And then he writes on a piece of, like a, like a loosely piece of paper and then um, lifts it up. And, and, you know, he always made little jokes when he did stuff. So um, he wrote like a little number 30 on a big piece of paper. And I'm like, $30? And he was like, yeah. See, look at that. You're looking at the little 30. You're not looking at the big picture. So then he just broke it down to me on how... I need to play a game of chess and how I charge people. So then he said, look, you just charged me $30 for a haircut. You just doubled your price on how you make your money just now for a haircut. Now, um, then I'm going to, you're going to come back at the end of the week and give me another haircut, you know, and I'm going to pay you another $30. So then he walked outside and then um, pointed to his assistant. Then he's like, look, see him right there? That dude makes a, a, like a teacher's salary, you know? But eventually, he's going to blow up, and he's going to um, grow in his business and, or whatever. But right now, he's making a teacher's salary. So if you charge him $30 right now, he's going to just pay you $30. So he's going to appreciate the fact that you came to the office and charged him $30 for that haircut. He's not going to be able to tip you. But he's appreciative, and he's going to give you the $30 happily. Now, with me, I'm going to give you $30 for this haircut. Then I'm going, and you're going to come back later on during this week and, and make another 30 So you're going to make $60 for the week from me. And then he says, um, but if you go around the corner, which is the A&R department, they make six figures. So he's like, well, if you go around the corner and you go call, um, charge Trevor or... Um, Trevor Gerardo, he's like a big guy um, over at uh, J, uh, 
it's RCA now, but back time back then it was um J Records. And so if you charge Trevor, Trevor's gonna charge you um look at that price and say, Man, that's sixty dollars. Now you just made sixty dollars off of charging thirty dollars. So that's just it. Yes. So it's a is a it was a way you had to just play the game and play chess and how you charge in the business. And he gave me a nice little advice right there and how I like was able to just maneuver myself um, throughout the years and how I price. Then your name grows bigger and then people actually got to pay even more money because now you're exclusive. Yes, because like say, and then like after I finished cutting his hair, he, um, you know, he was always, you know, MF is his favorite word, you know, so <laughs> um, he was like, yeah, you have a new, um, new barber in town. And it was this thing, like, remember, like, the gong show and that little, like, that 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 thing that you hit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he hit that and said, and, and everybody jumped. And then when he did that, it made me know that, that he was the boss of that place because it's like, you know, he's, oh, we got a new uh, MF barber in town. And, you know, and that's when he just... um Look, everybody. But the the thing, the gong that he hit was was that like whenever they get an ad, like a song, added to a radio station, he will um hit that gong, and then everybody would clap. Well, we got an ad today, and then everybody start clapping and he hit the gong. Um, but I guess it was a good like a new thing with the barber coming now for that situation. So then he walked me around to all, all the other black executives, and. Like basically, like kick their door up and, and said, "Yo, give him a card, give him a card." Like I gave everybody a card, and you know, and these were like, like big people. Like like I said, Trevor Gerardo, he signed um, Jasmine Sullivan, Tanache, you know, Busta, Cassidy. You know, he had that whole um, full surface situation with Cassidy and right. you know, and Swiss Beats and everything over there, like with that. And then I had um, met. Um, so that's how I started cutting Swiss beats when I would go into his office and cut him. So, so let me and, ask you this and, question. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I ended up cutting Swiss beats for like six years after that. So it's pretty much safe to say because you applied yourself and you was humble and you took it, you took the initiative to speak and let people know what you do. Mm-hmm. You end up becoming very, very successful. And I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that. You got some other projects that I know you can't talk about right now that will be happening real soon because you're you were amongst those people, so oh, you, definitely. you pretty much got a, a ear for uh, music and other things too in entertainment. Yes, among other things. And you know, I want to make sure we get you back here for that, but I really just wanted you people to know how a person when people look at barbers, they feel like oh, he's just a barber, and I'm like, you don't know that person is a businessman or a businesswoman. And where they could take their business, so I, we definitely needed to have you on here just to speak about that. Oh, definitely. Thank you. And if people Thanks want a haircut me. from you, uh, do they have to uh, hit your assistant, or how do they got to go about that? <laughs> uh, um, uh, what's so crazy is like I've been like my own one man show. So like, um, you know, I've been I booked, I've done everything myself. So are you on you social know, media? Wanted, yeah, I'm on social media um, at Jomo Cuts, J O M O C U T S. And um, so, for the most part, if 
you want to, you know, get me like that. I, I usually do it like that. And then, and then I build from that because it's like, for the most part, there's a lot of people that I, um, I'm going to their place cause I'm, I'm still the same way. Like I'm still like mobile. I go to everybody and, um, depending on where it is, that's how I gauge, um, how I charge. Know the market. Yeah, you know, that's right. Well, listen, we appreciate you coming through, um, taking some time out to talk about the uh, game of exclusive celebrity exclusive. barbering, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that, that whole world. Uh, make sure you'll get at him, you know what I mean, on Instagram and all that, man. And uh, we'll definitely, definitely uh, be looking out for you in the future on some, some things. Oh, definitely. Proud Thank of you, Joe. Thank you. Get that fresh Thank cut. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, man. All right, man. All right, brother. All right, appreciate you. It's Thermal Sound Waves, a natural alternative to hey. fast food radio. We here at Sea Truth, Kevin Lawrence. Thermal Sound Wave, wave.